Thank you to Feels for sponsoring this episode of our show. Thank you, Feels. Jake, I don't know if you experience stress or anxiety or chronic pain or anything like that. I experience all those things, and I experience them acutely and a lot. Well, CBD will help, and Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Okay, okay. That's that's good. I need that. Uh, they naturally help reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. They even sent us some Feels, and I gotta say, I did feel more relaxed after taking it. Oh, good for you. You place a few drops of Feels under your tongue, and you feel the difference within minutes. And if you're new to CBD, Feels offers free mm-hmm. CBD hotline help to guide your personal experience. Well, that's helpful. Yeah. That's nice. But there's nothing to be scared about. I'm a noob, and I took it, and I enjoyed it. So you can join the Feels community to get your Feels delivered directly to your door every month and save money off every order. You can pause or cancel any time. Huge. Feels has me feeling my best every day, so you can become a member today by going to feels.com slash if I were you to get 50% off your first order with free shipping. 50%? 50%? That's half off, baby. Half off. Yeah, it's at least half off. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash if I were you to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with it. free shipping. Check it out. Thank you, Feels. That was legit. Hell yeah. That was written by Stoney, who's our, you know, remixer extraordinaire. This is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the internet hosted by us. I'm Amir Blumenfeld, and I'm sitting across Jake Hurwitz. Wow. Hello. How are <laughs> You're you guys? not wearing a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or pants, but I am below a table, so you can't tell. Well, I can't tell. Oh, so. wow. Yeah. I'm wearing one sock uh, and one shoe. And not it's the same not foot. where you think. <laughs> Um, yes, so this is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the... Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Should I restart? <laughs> well, yeah, this is the time. What are we going to do? Do we restart, or are we going to are we gonna post this entire thing on there? I guess let's do it. Let's post <laughs> this it. This is unedited raw. <laughs> oh, mercy. We still might second guess and cut this entire thing out later. That's right. This is the game. We're just grinning at each other right now, not knowing whether or not I'm about to stop the podcast and restart it. <laughs> Smiling and terrified. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we saved it. Hey, uh, so what we do is we get your <laughs> this emails. This is the one and only advice podcast. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm having a stroke. <laughs> no. Not again. Oh, I'm just staring at the timeline, moving right along closer to my desk. <laughs> 30 minutes is up. <laughs> yes, okay, intro song. Written by Stoney. We still haven't decided on an intro song. That one was written by one of our favorite internet remixers who does, you know, a bunch of auto-tuning Jake and Amir episodes. He sent us that one. We got a bunch of other great ones. We're going to play them. We haven't committed to one yet, but um, thank so you so much. Keep on sending them. Yeah, they're yeah. amazing. They're so fun. The email to send that or any question is still if I were you show at gmail.com. And we're going to start changing the email address every week <laughs> to make sure you're listening. Not only that, but we won't check the old email address. Yeah. So, like, let's say you listen to the first two episodes. Now who has the upper hand? <laughs> You guys, that's right. All we try to do is antagonize our audience until it dwindles <laughs> yeah, down really. to absolute zero. <laughs> the most loyal person ever. Uh, yeah, so should we get started? Should we just dive right into it? Yeah, let's give some, some people in need of advice. Some advice. Yeah. 
Um, okay, this one is from Peter. He says, again, fake name, completely conserving your anonymity. Craziest name you could think of. Peter, um, you don't know how it's spelled. Uh, no, it is P-E-T-R-R-R-E-R. Wow. <laughs> so my problem, he says, my problem is that I hang out with a group of kids in my school that would be considered as the cool kids, in quote, and I feel like they don't really like me. I don't know why, since I try my best to be fun, I always try to smell great, and I'm usually the funniest guy in the group. We, like, hang out a lot in school, but after school, it seems like they try to avoid me and keep me from hanging out with them. So why do they only like me in school and not afterwards? Wow. Yeah, I try insanely hard. (laughs) So, (laughs) trust me, don't think it's a lack of effort. I'm trying harder than anybody, I promise you. You idiot. You high that. school fool. You dumbass. God, yeah. You know, I'm not 16 anymore, so I can think you're stupid. <laughs> I don't even remember the feelings I had when I was your age. Uh, maybe it is the effort that he's trying too hard. Obviously, we're being facetious as to like, making fun of him, but, you know, obviously calling him the cool kids is a start. Yeah. I mean, any you think the cool kids are walking around being like, hey, we're the cool kids. No, no it doesn't occur to them. That's why they're the cool kids. <laughs> And that's why you're the nerd that will never hang out with us. <laughs> you're just re- like revisionist history of your own high school experience. I'm the shit. I still am. <laughs> but weren't you the Hampton Hall Hornets? <laughs> you weren't part of your cool group. Yeah, actually, I, I actually, I think it was a lot like this kid. I was kind of like a class clown, so I had a lot of friends in school. Uh, people would laugh at me. Right. And, but, I mean, outside of school, I didn't have uh well i had a ton of friends <laughs> two thousand pounds to be exact and <laughs> they would totally get that joke if i said it today and uh yeah my school was just filled with nerdy jews so there guess... were no cool kids which makes everybody <laughs> the cool kid <laughs> now there was a cool group that they did you know they would like do you know some drugs and some drinking and well, have parties than that no matter how great you smell <laughs> you ain't dealing weed son you smell like herb you want friends. You want friends. You got to get a piece. You got to roll a J, hang out in the courtyard, buy a playground or some shit. That's where the cool kids go. But cool is so subjective. Like the cool kids then, I wouldn't think they're cool now. The cool And like the ones that I would hang out with, I guess, grew up to be quote unquote cool kids because they have their life together. And uh, I don't know. I think What's there's nothing cooler cool than in... having a good job. <laughs> Here's something cool. Financial security. Hey, that's pretty cool. What are you doing? Okay. You're asking for advice on being cool from uh, the biggest loser I know, <laughs> me. What are you doing now, Dale Joint? Oh, you're running your own music business. Very well. Very so neat. We're both doing good then. <laughs> Can I have a job application? I'd love to score some marijuana cigarettes off of you. So, uh, yeah, our advice to you, Peter, is uh, one, I think you should just start giving less of a shit. It doesn't matter. Like That's true. What does it matter if you're hanging out with the quote-unquote cool kids or not? Yeah. I'll tell you what it matters. Because cool is everything. Your reputation is everything. And guess what, buddy? The cool kids stay cool after high school. I'm still trying to break into a cool crowd. <laughs> if anybody knows any cool 28 to 30-year-olds, I would love to hang out with them. I smell great. I'm the life of the party. I'm the I waited outside club. a bar for an hour and a half last night. <laughs> Screaming, I have a goddamn podcast. It's ranked in the top five in comedy. <laughs> the bouncer downloaded it. Listen, didn't crack a smile. And then he confiscated my ID. How is that fair? I'll tell you how. It was a fake Canadian one that said I was still under 19. 
Because I'm trying to get with cool kids in high school. Ah, now we have fun. Next question. This one's from Roger. I'm 21 and from Australia. Uh, I was at my girlfriend's house the other night and I needed to fart badly. We've only been dating for a month and we're still in that honeymoon phase where everything is cute and innocent. I held it in for hours and blew it or and let it brew until I got home. Oh, God. <laughs> Let it brew. I love that. It's like a drink. As I was leaving her house, she hugged me so tight it forced it out of me. That's adorable. <laughs> like She hugged me so tight. <laughs> she hugged like a giant whoopee cushion. I let one squeeze out. Needless to say, I was terribly embarrassed. What would you do if you guys needed to fart badly in that situation? Well, first of all, you're in the honeymoon phase, so isn't your, your flatulence might be cute. That's true. Everything is cute in the honeymoon phase. Like, ooh, I tooted. I'm sorry, baby. Yeah, isn't it funny how it smells like sulfur and beans in here now? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, when do you start farting in front of girls? Um, you know, I think you got to get it out of the way right away. First date. You just come up, <laughs> fart. Like, this is me. Hey, I'm Jake. Nice though. <laughs> oh, where are you going? There's like, it's, it is weird how much you go, you go from like, no farting in a relationship, super cute. The first time you do, it's kind of a moment. It's like, oh, yeah. you're comfortable around me. That's yeah, a beautiful thing. You giggle. And then you start like getting too comfortable around somebody. You're farting yeah. too much. They, they smell awful. And then <laughs> like... But there's no returning. There, you can't go back to holding it in. Once you right. let, once they let the first one out, it's literally the flood of gas gates opening. And then it's open forever. You can't shut that door again. I, so I think that... Um, I guess my I have two pieces of it, uh, pieces of advice here. Okay. One. What if I just restarted the podcast now because of that? <laughs> it was sorry. a flub. The first two minutes of absolute messiness was fine, but don't like say I have two piece of advice. Uh, no, oh my god! Absolutely not. Hold this on. is if you're scolding me in the rain on his front step right now. You can come back next week. And we'll try to do the podcast again. We don't have to release one you, every Monday. You 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 stutterer. You stutterer. You're a stutterer, sir. <laughs> and you stuttered your words. <laughs> uh, all right, so the two pieces of advice I have are, number Good. one, uh, you should use this as, you know, the it's it's shepherding your relationship into the next stage. It's nice. It's That's you right. finally, you know, you know, you might not be in the honeymoon stage anymore, but now you're in this, like, this other growth period. You're comfortable around each other. You yeah. can be yourselves. Let your farts rip. That's beautiful. Uh, piece of advice number two, <laughs> go to the bathroom, turn both the faucets on, run the water as hard as possible, drop your pants, spread your butt cheeks, and squat down. That's just going to be a loud air fart. No one's going to hear that. She will not know it happened. Jesus Christ. I'm not saying I did it. No, no, I'm just saying you forgot to include the part where you used two, tooth, two of her toothbrushes to keep your sphincter <laughs> muscle <laughs> wide enough to let the air pass through without your, the ass cheeks rippling together. Now, that's what I call the honeymoon stage. <laughs> that's the plier effect is what it's called. I also do that while burping. So I, what I'll do is t- stick two of my middle fingers down my esophagus and just stretch my throat out so wide that it's just a, a constant stream of silent gas instead of a burping noise. So it's just like a... And then it ends with, a, with you vomiting because your fingers are just that far down your throat. Have you ever done the spreading your ass cheeks out? Do you do into a sink or... No, no, I mean, you just... The sink is there to... I'm not, I'm not, I've never done this. So I imagine the sink would be there... <laughs> To, uh, you know, there's some noise. Uh, uh, yeah, to cancel it out. Right. Have you done it, though? Uh, I will. <laughs> oh, podcast is cutting out. There's some kind of bad Whoa, reception here. Going through a tunnel. Okay. And... 
Anyway, yeah, so, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, next question. This one's from Don. Ooh, hello, Don. In the office I work in, we have a lady who that sits nearby and eats her lunch at her desk each day. Very sad. The issue is she brings in this one meal in most days of the week, and it smells very bad. It's some sort of microwavable Asian noodle dish, and oh. it smells very pungent. It almost burns your nose. My friend and I can only describe it as smelling what we think MSG might smell like, along with large amounts of sodium. It takes about 30, <laughs> it takes about 30 minutes for the smell to die down in the room we're in. Dot, dot, dot. Gross. My friend and I comment how bad it smells. Basically, what would you do if you had to tell someone at work that her food that she brings in every no, day smells so don't awful. tell her, you dick. <laughs> He didn't tell her. He's just asking what he should do. He say, "Oh, okay. I thought it was. I thought it was. Uh, what do we like? How do we tell her? Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't pretty tell much. her. Oh, so you're saying not just? To... Yeah. <laughs> Why? Her life is so sad. She eats the Asian noodle dish every single day. Wouldn't... Don't. <laughs> Wouldn't it be sadder if she eats an Asian noodle dish alone in her cubicle every day? She <laughs> she doesn't like doing that. Don't go up to her and be like, Hey, uh... <laughs> Everyone that, uh, hates you. <laughs> you uh, you are the talk of the office. You're <laughs> disgusting. Oh, not in a good way. Not yeah. in a good way. And all, you know, maybe this is like the one nice part of her day. She just loves this Asian yeah. noodle dish. She hates this <laughs> job. She's like, I haven't worked in the cubicle all day, but like, I have one half hour of respite where yeah. I just get to, to eat my, my Asian noodle my dish. Extra salty buckwheat soba noodles <laughs> right at my desk. But isn't it nicer to let her know that like, hey, everyone's talking about this. Um, if you stop. You'll be held in a higher regard to everyone in the office, or no, you just I think let no matter her what, Her reputation will always be the lady that eats the smelly noodles. Like she <laughs> is either the one that's currently doing it or the one that used to do it. So you might as well let her live her life in ignorant right. or blissful ignorance. What could happen is if she's quitting, you should say, "Hey, at your new job, you shouldn't eat those noodles." Because <laughs> uh, you as know, you're firing her. <laughs> Take a seat. Um, one, your noodle dish. Awful smell. Two, you're very depressing. Not a good worker. <laughs> yeah, most of all, you're a bad worker. Uh, I think, I guess my advice is um, uh, you could invite her to lunch sometime. Maybe, you know, get her. She brings the dish. Wean her off the, <laughs> wean her the, off the noodles. Uh, or you and your buddy could start leaving the office for lunch. Go eat somewhere else. That could be nice. Get out of the office. <laughs> then you, you can should... avoid the smell. <laughs> and you have to time your lunch to when she leaves. Well, when she starts, like you, the ding, that's it. <laughs> the ding of her noodles being ready in the microwave is when you go. Should be half a hour for the smell to be dissipate. a gun going off noise and you guys <laughs> racing out of the office. Well, I, I really think you just have to suck it up. I think it's so, it's, I'm so sad for this woman. I don't feel bad for you that has to smell it. I feel bad for this lady that eats it every single, every <laughs> single day of microwavable Asian noodle dish. That can't be healthy. Unless she's eating, like, only kale salad for dinner and, like, a nice <laughs> breakfast smoothie every morning. She's not having – she's not getting her nutrients. Yes, yeah, seems like she's unhealthy. So Jake says don't say anything. What I say – I mean, I would – in theory, you should say, hey, can you not <laughs> – is, like, if it's, if it's your buddy, you could be like, yo, your lunch smells yeah. like shit, dude. Maybe find one of her friends to tell her. Right. Maybe that's a good idea. Yeah. It's just – I mean, you can't, Although, like, have a genuine conversation where you're like – If you're eating microwavable noodles at your desk every day, odds are you don't have any friends. Right. You're Well, you have friends. It's the noodles. Yeah. <laughs> you eat your friends you wanna every take, day. You want to take her friends away from her. <laughs> uh, next question. All right. <clears throat> next question. 
Hey guys, I hooked up with one of my friends for about a week. One morning after I left her apartment, she told me she didn't want to keep it up because she was developing real feelings for me. And she couldn't do that because she was moving across the country after college. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're already laughing at how huge of a lie that is. <laughs> uh, I just I don't want to see you anymore because I'm falling for you. And I can't care about you as much as I do. Do because I'm leaving. <laughs> Sorry, you just smell like Asian noodles. Can you get out of my room? <laughs> she said we could still be friends, and I was totally cool with how it ended. Since then, we haven't talked, and every time we run into each other, she avoids eye contact and tries to stay as far away as possible. You know what it is? She's probably so freaked out because yeah. she loves She's never so much. felt like this before yeah. about anybody. Oh, God, I can't fall in love with you. This I have what to girls never, do, man. They shut you. down. The more they love somebody, they shut down. They build up these walls. And what you got to do is... You gotta get a battery ram and break through the walls. <laughs> she's fucking inviting you over. That's she what loves she's you. Doing. Obviously, why else would she tell you that she's moving across the country to avoid you and that she couldn't develop any feelings for you? Yeah, you know what you say. You say, "What are you so afraid of, baby? I'm coming with you." How do you like that? <laughs> now you don't have to be afraid of me anymore, right? <laughs> um, we're being sarcastic assholes, but the gist is this girl sounds like she's not telling you the truth. She's telling you the nicest thing she could possibly do. To get uh, to stop hooking up with you, right? This is tough love, and we don't mean to make fun of you. I'm sure you're a great person. It, it seems... It's just that we want a funny podcast too, so right. we'll jeopardize and you know use you we as can collateral we'll damage. We'll lose one fan to gain <laughs> other ones that like when we're mean to people. <laughs> don't you get what we're doing? Everyone else stops listening because we're huge jerks. <laughs> we write every single person who writes in a question a personal apology for the way we treated them. <laughs> Thanks for the question, but we are sorry about how we answered it. But it is true. I mean, everyone's been there before. It's not like you're unique where a girl didn't know how to tell you that she wanted to stop being with you. Right. I wish this girl would actually ask us for advice because I would not give advice. Like, don't if you don't want to be hooking up with someone, you shouldn't be like, hey, I, I can't do this because I like you too much. That Nobody really... has ever meant that genuinely. Right. Nobody has ever been self-aware enough to be like, you know what? I'm developing real feelings for you. But I'm moving away, and yeah. I just – I got to cut it off right People now. People are so selfish about their feelings. Yeah. You have feelings. If she liked you, she would just be like, yeah, I'm uh, uh, non nonstop. <laughs> Let's do it. Long <laughs> distance, yeah. Nobody is that rational about love. Wow. So, I just oh, – I just realized nobody is that rational about love. You're crying. I'm sorry. You're weeping. <laughs> <laughs> Holy yeah. crap. I cannot believe this. You're so uncool. Your your own answer moved you to tears. You ass. <laughs> you small man. <laughs> you smug little prick. <laughs> you're writing it down. Holy you shit! You're getting your a own quote on you. Is this fucking happening? Right Where did you get a tattoo needle? <laughs> you're using a big pen. You're Nobody's using... that rational about love. It's not even that good. <laughs> it's definitely okay. Tattoo worthy though. <laughs> Jesus Holy shit, Christ. he's on Cafe Press. <laughs> Even more so insane, he's getting it on a mug. <laughs> Nobody's that rational about mug. <laughs> Just holding that holding that cup of coffee in the office, saying hi to the woman who eats Asian noodles every morning. <laughs> so our advice is to uh, let the friendship and relationship die, let her move on. It's already gone. It's already yeah. over. You had something. You lost it. You're better for it because you experienced the highs and lows of you know having and losing someone. And now you can find someone who wants to be with you despite 
being afraid of developing feelings for you that doesn't make look just listen to yourself man it's obviously a lie what if she's like oh, she's being real and honest yeah, with him just and like, we're just... this woman's amazing she's like i just don't want to hurt you but i care so much about you it's like the most selfless thing anybody's ever done and we're just ridiculing it for five minutes this is us like keeping romeo and juliet apart from each other <laughs> just because we're making fun of them they're gonna play this at their wedding their love was so real they were gonna birth a future president of the united states and we've just ruined that uh, we're we also the... told the kid in the beginning to sell weed so <laughs> please don't follow our advice yeah i think that should be a disclaimer in every one of our episodes that our advice is usually probably number one the priority is to be humorous and two it's to be accurate so probably don't follow our advice so go after her go to her <laughs> no one is that rational about love including you <laughs> put your head in front of her tires as she's backing out of her I dare up. you. <laughs> she does it. Oh, no. We get sued. <laughs> oh, mercy. Oh, this is something I wanted to say at one point. Uh, this is our first plug. We're going to be part of the College Humor All-Nighter this Thursday. That's Thursday, May 23rd. Third? Yeah. And if you're listening to this afterwards, sorry you missed it. But if you're listening to it before Thursday, May 23rd, we're going to be part of the live cast. We're going to be live casting an entire like all night, and part of the live cast is going to be me and Jake doing a live stream if I were you, which is pretty fun. We've never done it live before. Yeah, and actually we might take in callers, which oh. would be really awesome. Yeah, that would be really fun. So look out for that. We're also going to be making lots of funny videos, and other people are going to be there. Lots of funny comedians are making videos all night, so check it out regardless of whether or not you want to see it live if I were you. Yeah. Um, next question from Peggy. Uh, if Sorry. I'm <laughs> not editing this. No, we're not. <laughs> oh, I can't read anymore. Okay. Guy named Peggy says, I've just started dating a girl. Things are going really well, although she keeps texting me at work all the time. It's kind of cute, I guess, but I also have a lot of work to do. What should I do to get her to text me less without just ignoring her? It's so transparent that it's not kind of cute, I guess. <laughs> he hates it so much. She just It's kind of cute, I guess. That's his one, like... If you like that kind of if thing. If she's listening. Like, <laughs> I said it was kind of cute. I guessed. I guessed it was kind of cute. <laughs> Isn't that good? Better than knowing it's cute? And part of me thinks it's adorable, and part of me wants to strangle you. I guess... I guess... You, I mean, well, why don't you just stop responding? Because then it's like, oh, you're ignoring me. And then the texts come in even faster. Why are you ignoring me? Where are you're you? What are you doing with your boss? <laughs> oh, my God. It's like during a board meeting. <laughs> Every, everyone is just like kind of ignoring it, but we can all hear your phone buzzing in your pocket. <laughs> Incessantly. Yeah, so what do you do to get someone to text you less? Text you? God, that's such like a – it's a very rare problem. I feel like most of the time I'm like – trying to get people to text me more. Right, Just, like, exactly. Sending out those texts, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Sending out those oh shit. <laughs> this is uh this is my cool persona, you guys ready? Send out those texts, man. You know what I mean? You know, I'm getting texts and shit, man. All right, all right, yeah, text coming in, text going out. Okay, okay. I'm ready to skip this question to get you to <laughs> shut up. I think you just have to you know respond uh less and less frequently with fewer words and then you should, of course, send that like one reassuring text that's like, hey, I'm like, I am thinking about you too. I'm just really busy today. Oh. And then, like, as you have those like busier days, she's like, oh, she'll, I get it. You're at work. You know, you know, I don't think you have to be like, listen, don't text me at work. Yeah. I feel like that's too, like, too aggressive. Stern. But, you know, if you just respond less and less and always apologize, say, I wish I could talk to you more. I'm just really busy. Okay, next question. This one comes from Joan. 
in Syracuse. It says, I just finished my freshman year at the college uh, at... I'm such an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even read. We're taking down the podcast. <laughs> Unfortunately, Blooms can't read the questions. <laughs> Sorry, folks. I'm illiterate now. Dear Jake Namir, I just finished my freshman year of college at Syracuse University, and I didn't really like it because there were too many leggings and Ugg boots, so I applied to transfer. Now I'm deciding if I should go back to school at Syracuse next year or if I should go to the College of Wooster in Ohio. I like that, that those are her two choices. <laughs> she, she went to Syracuse, and then she applied to one other college. It's got to be of... somewhere cold. <laughs> it's got to be Wooster. Uh, the people at College of Wooster seem cooler, but the academics aren't as good. What should I do? You know, <clears throat> I thought it would be interesting to bring in my girlfriend, who actually went to Syracuse University wow. and almost transferred. This is pathetic. What? This is pathetic. You're trying to bring your girlfriend on this show since we started the show. She didn't really go to Stanford. Or she didn't go to Syracuse. She didn't go to Syracuse. I'm not even sure you have a girlfriend, actually. Okay, Amir is putting on a wig. <laughs> All right, so Laura, you went to Syracuse University, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I did. And how was it as a freshman? Uh, I, I hated it. Because of too many leggings and Ugg boots? Um, there were there were definitely a lot of leggings and Ugg boots and also like those sweatpants that say juicy on the ass. Oh, wow. Dude, that's where I should have gone. There <laughs> yeah, weren't Jake, enough of those juicy sweatpants <laughs> at Hunter. <laughs> it's funny that they were wearing sweatpants in like negative 20 degree temperatures, Yeah, right? it's pretty absurd. I mean, I like rolled into class like in legitimate pajamas and I was like, I'm a disgusting monster. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. Yeah. Um, so did you apply to transfer anywhere? Uh, I didn't. I, I think I looked online at like you know i mean i was also kind of lazy <laughs> but i looked online you at... also only applied to wooster yeah, yeah. <laughs> i just didn't get in trust me i wanted out i was waitlisted for three years at woost <laughs> it had to be like effect snow that was like the one requirement <laughs> uh i you know i looked into it and i looked at, into what it would would take to transfer uh and then i went back to my second semester and it got it got better as they say on the internet so, so. it gets better <laughs> what does. gets better if you're having an awful freshman year why would it get uh, better i think you know like my freshman floor kind of sucked and it was a lot of like sorry for anyone listening. <laughs> 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 all you girls on the freshman floor you know who you are y'all were bitches <laughs> <laughs> you and your ugg boots juicy sweatpants bitches laura was the one wearing ugg boots giving everyone swirlies <laughs> Yeah, I was really mean. Bully girls give people swirlies. I don't think that <laughs> happens anymore. Um, yeah, I don't know. I found I found cooler people. Like, I actually, I think the nice thing about Syracuse is there's so many lame people there that it makes it kind of easier to find the, like, cool, interesting, fun people. That's interesting. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that's, like, a kind of universal college experience, yeah. too. Like... I didn't enjoy my freshman year. I did transfer. Well, but yeah, like, you, you went to like five different schools. Yeah, well, every college? year was your is freshman this, what, year. I, I was gonna. I no, was on you your side. I'm not Holy even recording shit. right now. This is a goddamn intervention. I think he's calling my dad. <laughs> Lauren and me are calling my dad. Hello? Yes. No. I have no son named Jake. <laughs> no. That's just because you have the wrong number, though. <laughs> I. But I do think that, like, you know, it's it's just not easy to find your people after one year. Yeah. It takes it takes some time. Well. Yeah. I think what it is is freshman year, you're forced to hang out with people on your floor, right. and then sophomore right. year, you start developing like hobbies and you start hanging out with people that. I you mean, want it's just like high with. school. Does anybody re- like remember their freshman year of high school fondly? Yes. You do. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. Sorry, I answered before you said fondly. I remember. My Does anyone remember year. their freshman year of high school? Yeah, it was the worst year of my life. Fondly. <laughs> no. <laughs> so your advice would be stick it out. Yeah, it was worth it. I mean, I I don't know. I started doing improv comedy. Yeah, that's what you should do. Find yeah. a find like do a improv. hobby. 
Well, I mean, not necessarily, <laughs> but find something that you're into and like start doing that, like a club or some sort yeah. of activity, and that's how you meet. You sound like a goddamn Wooster alum, honestly. <laughs> All right, so there it is, Joan. Stick it out, unless you hate the weather and the school and the people. At right, which point, but if it's Wooster's just leggings and UGG boots, <laughs> stick it out. Cool. Last question. This one comes from Lane Price. Hey guys. Oh, dark. <laughs> Hanging himself and then writing this email. Hey guys, so my girlfriend who I love is almost a year. <sighs> Every time I mess up, I'm like, let's start over, let's start over. And then I'm like, no, because saying let's start over, it might be better than actually starting over. It's like the same exact emotional roller coaster. <laughs> So what's going to happen right now? Are you starting over or are you not editing at all? No, it's too late, obviously. All right. Lane Price writes, Hey guys, so my girlfriend, who I love of almost a year, keeps going on these crazy conspiracy rants about the government, corporations, and religion. This kind of weirds me out because I prefer having a more relaxed outlook on life. Yeah, so relaxed <laughs> that you spent a year dealing with her insane rants and haven't broken up with her. He just comes home and there's lipstick all over the wall. 9-11 was an inside job. Crazy weird math problems. <laughs> or regular math problems. Still crazy and weird. Yeah. Uh, this, so how can we resolve these differences? I can't believe you waited a year to write to us. <laughs> well, I can. The podcast has only existed for a week. Oh, yeah, there we go. I can't believe you waited a year to break up with her. Yes. That is, I mean. Would you say that's a deal breaker? I, yeah, it, sounds like she's, uh, it sounds like she's a crazy bag lady <laughs> screaming at a wall. <laughs> the, the rants are about government slash corporations slash religion. Why do you love anybody that goes on crazy <laughs> rants like that? What if it's like only once every other week? She's That's too much. <laughs> I feel like I could be in a situation where one crazy rant would be enough. Really? I really do. I think I can handle one every other month. One every other month? Yeah, one crazy rant. What if it was like rant. something you fundamentally disagreed with? If somebody you cared about was just like... Oh, I have no strong opinions about anything. Well, I guess neither does this guy, so stay with her. <laughs> you are the yin to her, her yang. You're perfect for her. You know what? You should just start going on the rants, too. You heighten it. Get, like, even crazier than her. Like, she's so far gone. If you got even further, she has to meet you. Like, she has to pull back. Right. Like, hey, you got to chill out. You think 9-11 was an inside job? I don't even think we're real. <laughs> How do you like that? You're think, a robot. I think Thanksgiving is an inside job. Huh? Think about that. Uh, cool. I think that's all the time we have for this episode, but we will be back next Monday. As usual, you can email us at ifiwereyoushow at gmail.com. Uh, again, we're so thrilled and overwhelmed and excited about all the awesome feedback. You know, you could just email us to say that uh, you have notes about the show, you like it, you have suggestions, tips, comments, We concerns. won't read that or appreciate it, but I mean, yeah, shout into a, <laughs> to a black void of nothingness. Hell, that's what the internet is anyway. That's what my life is. Um, yes, thank you so much. Any last words, Jake? Oh, you know, uh, we should remind people to review and write, um, write about our podcast on iTunes because yes. that's what helps uh, make it available to more people. That's true. Unless you hate help. the podcast, in which case... Uh, you know, reviews don't do much. Yeah, I just want I mean, to the point. Like, yeah, one star, two star, that's not really? going to bring down our average. Really? Yeah, do five. <laughs> if you hate our show, oh, that'd be funny. So it's like, I hate your show. Oh, oh, that would really get us if you yeah. gave a five, five star, star review, review, but like sarcastic. Don't do that. We'll be so pissed. <laughs> so if you love it, five star review, genuine. Hate it, five star sarcastic review. Oh, that really rubs me us. the wrong way. Okay. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thanks so much for listening. Oh, we have one last intro song to get through today. This one was by uh, Brett Fields, and we'll end with it.
So thanks so much for listening to... Hey, real quick, I just realized that said, uh, if I read the show starts now, that's because it's usually going to start the show with that. Uh, I thought it said that dot .com at the end. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Damn it, I shouldn't have said anything. Well, we can edit that out, right? Later, everybody.